Welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. It is what we're calling Super Bowl at Home, Radio Row at Home. I'm not in Tampa. I don't need to be in Tampa to bring you the greatest guests in sports. And joining us now is a name that local fans certainly recognize, the leading scorer in Norwich Cadet men's hockey history, NHL alum Keith Coin with us now. Keith, how are you, man? Good. Thanks for having me on. I haven't done an interview in a while, so I might be a little rusty. <laughs> well, I appreciate you being with us here on Radio Row at Home. Um, you know, since it is the week of the Super Bowl, let me kind of give you a question framed in a Super Bowl context. Tom Brady, what he's doing is pretty amazing at 43 years old. He's kind of a guy that we're all in awe of. In your career on the ice, is there ever anyone that you were in awe of when you stepped on the ice with them or against them? Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple, um, obviously names that everybody would know. Um, no, I was lucky enough to play with some of them. I got to play with, uh, Alex Ovechkin, um, where, you know, anytime you were on the ice with him, some of the stuff that he can do, you're just like, wow, you know, um, the way he can shoot the puck, uh, the way he skates, um, the way he competes every night, you can really learn from guys like that. And when he's the best player in the world playing like that, you know, everybody should play like that. Um, and I got to play against Sidney Crosby um in the playoffs uh when i was with the islanders and uh my line was actually matched up against uh, his line and um so i got to play against you know probably the best player in the world in the playoffs and uh i think we lost in game six but um, i got to play against him pretty much six games and um just the compete level of all the top players in the world um you know is, is what really makes them and you can really learn from that and i got to learn from it as well you know, I, what I'm going to ask you next is kind of the Patrick Mahomes question, who is the, you know, Mahomes is the guy we look at as the up-and-comer, the guy who could be the heir apparent to being the GOAT. And I would ask you, who's the guys you played against that were young up-and-comers that impressed you? But Sidney Crosby might just be that guy on both fronts. Right. I mean, he was still young when I was coming up, too, so he was a little bit younger. Um, so it's, it's kind of tough. Um, but I play with so many guys, so um, – but you know, I played with guys that were that were young in the in the minor league and Hershey. Um, you know, one guy that comes to mind, he's not a big name guy, his name is Jay Beagle. Um, he's a guy that played in Alaska and you know, he wasn't a high draft pick, but he's a guy that just worked hard and, and kind of bide his time in the minors and now he's been in the NHL for um, you know, eight years. And he's a guy that really didn't expect it. And then he won a Stanley Cup with um the Washington Capitals a couple of years later after, you know, I left uh, the Capitals organization. So um, there's so many guys out there that just kind of fly under the radar and um, guys that, you know, when they get the chance, you have to capitalize on it because you don't know if you're going to get another chance. And, um, you know, those are the guys that you root for. You know, media members always ask this question. It's so cheesy. I can't believe I'm about to ask you, but when was your welcome to the NHL moment? When did you realize like, damn, I am here? Well, when did the light go on? Um, I'd say, I mean, I'd say my first NHL game, um, you know, I'm not a guy that ever got nervous for games. I just, you know, I went out and played, um, but that's a one game that, you know, I was sitting in my locker before the, before warmth started and my palms are sweating and I was nervous, you know, and I never got nervous. So it was kind of weird for me. Um, but once you got on the ice, you just played, um, you know, my first NHL game was against, uh, Montreal Canadians, which is the team I hated growing up because I'm from Boston. Um, you know, I got to, and I was playing against, you know, Alex Kovalev, who was one of the top players in the NHL at that time. But, you know, that was probably the one time I was like, wow, I finally made it. You know, I was in the minors for about five years. Um, you know, I wasn't ready. You know, it took me five years to get make my game an all-around player. And um, But that was my first NHL game was, was probably the one time I was like, you know, I finally made it. And, you know, hopefully I can stay here. 
you played for Carolina, the Islanders, you played for the Blues, and you played for Washington also. You mentioned growing up in Boston. Did you ever did it ever present itself for you to ever get to the Bruins? Was that ever a goal of yours in your career? Yeah, I mean, that was my goal. I always wanted to play for the Bruins. And, and lucky enough, I you know, I never played for the Boston Bruins, but um, I, I got two years. I played with the Providence Bruins, mm-hmm. so I was able to do that. Um, it's not the same, but uh, my first year uh, with the Providence Bruins was the, the first lockout year. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was playing. I played on a line with Patrice Bergeron and uh, Andy Hilbert. Uh, Brad Boyd was there. And, and that, at that time, the league was, you know, a lot of NHL players came down to the minor league and played that full year in the AHL. So, um, you kind of got to compare yourself to guys like that. Um, but, you know, playing for the Providence Bruins was, you know, it was only my second year, I think it was. And, you know, that was the coolest thing going at that time. <laughs> you know, I had a P Bruins shirt on and, you know, I was 45 minutes from home. My parents were at every game. So um, it, it was definitely cool just to play, play for the Providence Bruins. So I can't even imagine what it would have been like to play for the Boston Bruins. You mentioned Bergeron is now the captain of the Bees since Chara has gone on to play for the Capitals. Uh, what was a a young Patrice Bergeron like? Because now, really, you know, he's he's um, mild mannered, but he's one of the more iconic Boston athletes in the last twenty years. Yeah, he was he was pretty much the same thing. He was very <laughs> quiet. He was very quiet. He uh, he led by example, and he and he was young. He was only I think maybe nineteen or twenty at that time when I was playing with him, and you could just feel it. He he just had it. You know, he had that leadership style. It was quiet. He led by example. And, you know, I still talk to him now. We became pretty good friends back then. Um, we actually dyed our hair blonde that year. <laughs> probably why I don't have hair left anymore. So, um, But, you know, we, we've stayed in contact, you know, the last 20 years. And, you know, when I retired from Germany, I came home and, you know, I gave him a call. He got me five tickets to the Bruins game and we went down oh, after cool. the game and he met my kids. So um, he's one of those guys that's just a quiet leader. He does a job. He doesn't expect recognition or anything like that. He just goes out there and plays and, you know, having him the captain of the Bruins, it's a well-deserved. And that's he's just one of those guys you're really root for. NHL alum, former Norwich hockey player, leading scorer in cadet history, Keith Coin with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. You know, I don't know if this is a question or an observation that leads into a question, but I think that athletes don't get enough credit for just how mentally strong and nimble you guys are. And what I mean is I got I got let go from my job earlier in the summer because of the virus. And like that that rocked my world for a while. And that was one time. But if you look at your hockey reference page, it's constantly shuffling between organizations and leagues and continents and AHL and NHL. Just how do you handle that kind of turmoil in your career? Because once once was enough for me. Yeah, I mean it, it, it gets frustrating, you know. And and the thing is the, the biggest thing with me is I tried for it not to affect my game. Um, you know, I always felt once I got to the NHL, I could do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could have played more in the NHL. Um, so it was always frustrating, like when I got called up, that I was doing the job that I was supposed to do. But it was always a number thing. Um, it is what it is. But for me, uh, my mindset was, if I when I got sent down, that, you know, I had to have the right mindset. Because if I go down and don't play well, I'm not going to get called back up. So that yeah. was always my mindset, to go back down, work hard, do what I did to get there, and it's the only way to get back. Um, but I'd be lying to you if I said it wasn't frustrating at times. You know, I think every athlete, you know, goes through some type of frustration with that. And for me, you know, for me, I felt like I was doing it a lot of the times that I could do it and stay there. And um, but, but to your question, you know, my mindset always was go back down, work hard, do what I do, be a good, be a good teammate, um, work hard, have fun. I mean, we're playing hockey for a living, so yeah. I always figured have fun, but Key question, you know, my mindset all was don't don't mope around, go back down, do your job, 
play the way you're supposed to play. That's the only way you're going to get back. Norwich's Division Three. I played Division Three sports. I know how hard it is to take that Division Three level and turn it into a pro level. And for me, it wasn't even close to happening. When did you know playing in Norwich, you may have a chance to go on and play even professionally, not just the NHL? Was it a goal of yours going in, or did it just kind of happen as you got going at Norwich? It was always a goal of mine to play um, after after my career at Norwich, um, but you don't know what's going to happen. You know, like you know, as a Division Three, you might not get, you probably get, might get overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Division One guys and guys that are draft picks are going to get looks before you. Um, but to be honest, the the one time, you know, lucky enough, Coach Coach McShane was there and, and he had a lot of connections and he got me my first tryout in the AHL. So you know, I owe a lot of my career to him. Not only mm-hmm. you know coaching me at Norwich, but you know getting me moved on after um but my first my first tryout was with the low lock monsters and um you know i was playing against guys in training camp where who were draft picks first round draft picks yeah. second round draft picks and my first inter-squad game my first preseason game you know i could play with them and that's the yeah. one time that i realized you know i can do this um you know if i worked hard enough and, and stayed with it and i knew it would be a long road because you know i kind of set behind back then you know draft picks are always going to get to pick the your the chance before you. Um, but that first training camp, you know, right then and there, I knew I could do it as long as I got the chance. And um, I knew that I had a lot of work to do. I had to get bigger. I had to get stronger playing against bigger and, you know, faster defensemen forward. So it took me five years to, to, to all around my game to make, to play all three zones. You know, if you want to play pro hockey, you're playing the offensive zone, which I never had a problem with. That was what <laughs> I did. Um, but it was a defensive end and, um, I'm getting better at that if I want to get to the NHL level. And, you know, it took me four or five years to working with coaches to get better at that. So, um, but that first training camp, I knew if I got the chance, I could do it. When you look back at your time with Norwich, again, all-time leading scorer in cadet history, and that's a storied history. When you look back at your time in Norwich, what stands out to you? Just all the friends I made. And, um, yeah. you know, the fans there are unbelievable, you know, you walk down the street and somebody knew who you were, you know, and I was never used to that. And, um, you know, to this day, we, I mean, I'm in a chat with about, you know, 30, 30 or so guys on my mm. team over the four years I was there. We, we, we all stay in contact and, um, but the friendships I made there and, you know, I got to, I got to grow up as a person on and off the ice there. You know, that's the first time living away from home. Um, and, you know, I had a lot of work to do in my game and, you know, Coach McShane helped me a lot, but, just the friends I made there. I know my, my closest friends are still from college. Um, you know, in pro hockey, it's, it's tough to stay on a team for more than a couple of years. You know, at yeah. college, you're with some guys for four years. So just the friendships I made there and um, the community was so supportive of, of our team. And that was a big reason why we were able to win a national championship. Norwich Hockey alum Keith Coin with us here on the Brady Farkas Show, WDEV AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. You know, I'm going to ask you this question because I've had several people in the same position as you give me very different answers. So you got a Stanley Cup ring while playing with the Hurricanes, but you did not actually play in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So you have the ring. How do you view that ring considering you weren't on the ice for it? Yeah, it's I've been asked that question a lot of times. and uh, I'm sorry to be repetitive. No, <laughs> you know – that's something that you can get never is going to be taken away from you. Obviously I would love to have played. And I think get your name on the Stanley cup is the, the main goal. Um, you know, I think you have to play a game in the finals or a game in the playoffs, whatever it is. And um, just to be part of that, that whole playoff run, I was there the whole time and you got to learn from, from them just the way they played every game, every play you made meant something. You turn the puck over to blue line, it's going to end up in the back of your net. And, you know, they had a lot of leaders there, like Rod Brindamore was there. Eric Stahl was kind of just getting going. Eric Cole, uh, 
Glenn Wesley was there, who was an old Bruin that I used to watch growing up in the 90s. Um, yeah. So I got to learn a lot from that, but that's something I'll never forget. I got to learn from those guys. And, you know, I have a Stanley Cup ring that I, you know, got to show to my kids, which was pretty cool. <laughs> but um, it does mean, you know, I was able to play with a couple of teams with Hershey and we won two championships. We won three in, um, in Germany. It, and it does feel like you're more involved when you're playing. You know, yeah. definitely, definitely do. But um, I'd really love to get my name in the Stanley Cup, but I do have a Stanley Cup ring. And I feel like, you know, those guys made us feel part of the team. So I, to this day, I st still feel part of that team. So your name's not on the Stanley Cup. Did you at least get to take a drink out of it, Alex Ovechkin style? Oh, yeah. yeah. Multiple <laughs> times. Yes. Yes. Cool. Um, you know, I was lucky enough, you know, it was game seven. So I, I was, you know, we got two tickets per 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 player. And uh, I was able to have my dad come down for game seven. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we were all on the ice after, um, so we drank a lot of the cup, water, <laughs> on, water, on of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. Um, no, um, yeah, that was, you know, we have some really cool pictures from, from that time, you know, we had a, we had a uh, parade the next day. So, you know, we live it down and, you know, that's, that's a year that I'll never forget. Well, I'll get you out of here on this. You mentioned Eric Cole playing for the Hurricanes. I went to college at Oswego State. Eric Cole is from Oswego. I've spent many nights in the Oswego sub shop where Eric Cole has subs named after him. So that's a cool connection. And two. I am from Albany. I grew up there. I got to ask you, what were your Albany River Rats experiences like? Yeah, I was there for, you know, I think maybe two and a half years. Uh, I loved it there. I thought it was a great city. Um, yeah. It opened until three, which is yeah, always, hey, that's always good. a good thing. But, um, <laughs> you know, when I was in Albany, I was kind of an, an older guy. So I, I, were, I was actually a captain there. So I kind of like molded into a, a, a little bit of a leader there over the two years, kind of grew up a little bit. And um, but I love the city. Um, the the fans were good. We didn't have that many fans. I wish, I wish we had more fans at that time there. Yeah. Um, but the fans that we had were very supportive. But like I said, I, that's when I kind of grew up a little bit. I became a captain and kind of a leader there. So um, loved my time there. Um, like I said, it was a great time there. Keith the coin, all-time leading scorer in Norwich hockey history. Uh, four teams in his NHL career. He's got a Stanley Cup ring. He took some time with us today on the Brady Farkas Show as part of our Radio Row at Home coverage. So, uh, Keith, man, we appreciate it. Best of luck. Keep repping the maroon and gold, and we'll talk to you again down the Thank line. You. So who are you rooting for the Super Bowl? You're talking about the Super Bowl. Who you yeah, I, I, uh, you know what? I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but to me it's a, a lesser of two evils. I don't want to see Brady win without the Patriots, and I also don't want the – endless amount of love that's going to come if Mahomes wins his second in a row. So it's a lesser of two evils. I'll say I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I won't be crushed if Brady wins. I just don't want to see him win without the Pats. Yeah, I'm con I'm conflicted, but yeah. he's my guy, so I got to stay with him. I, I don't hate Brady, but he took a couple unnecessary shots at New England this year, and I really don't like his friendship with Antonio Brown, but that's me on yeah. a personal level. But uh, I, Brady overall is fine with me. It just... I'm a little he, – he was dissing the weather up here in New England. His yeah, coach is taking that. shots at Belichick. Not a fan of that. I saw that. I, I agree with you that. There's no need for that. <laughs> so, hey, Keith, man, we appreciate it. Enjoy the game coming up in a couple of days. Enjoy the NHL as well, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, Brady. Thanks for having me.